Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I'm watching this clip yesterday on Fox and Friends, my friend Rachel Campos Duffy. And I'm thinking to myself what you're probably thinking too often in your life, sadly, way too often in your life. It's just incredible how much our government is actively working to F up our lives. I mean, actively, I don't mean, you know, there's a big difference. I explain this often between misfeasance and malfeasance. It's not like the government's trying to do something good and they just screwed it up. You get what I'm saying? It's like they were trying to build a house for someone who was homeless and someone made a mistake in the engineering and the house collapsed. You're like, okay, they tried to do the right thing. There were some mistakes. It's horrible. That's not the government. The government goes in and grabs a guy who's got a house, burns his house down, and makes him homeless. That's what they're doing. This segment, I, I can't get over it, especially after yesterday's show. All the, the, the shit the government's doing right now between attacking you with the FBI, the intelligence community at war with you and Trump, the immigration crisis and them funding NGOs to set up camps of, of criminals in your neighborhood. They broke the law in your neighborhood. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. They're media cronies attacking everyone. Folks, I got a big, big, big revelation today, too, coming. I'm going to tie something together for you. Uh, I got another good Mike Benz video, too. It's been great last few days. But, man, this is some good stuff. On what Again, this whole crisis in Ukraine is going to make a lot more sense when I'm done today with this show. Uh, AmericanFinancing.net. You're trying to cut your expenses and create meaningful savings for you and your family? No matter how many streaming services, coffees, and you know, you know, nights out, eating out on the town you cut out, it's not enough. That's why you call American Financing. They're saving homeowners just like you who are also trying to figure out how to save an average of $854 a month. That's over $10,000 a year. It's a lot of money. You can't cut enough small monthly expenses to save that much. If you call them today, you may delay two mortgage payments, creating even more savings. And the best part of American Financing they never charge any upfront fees to find out how much you can save. Their salary-based mortgage consultants are never going to put you in a loan that doesn't make sense. So don't wait any longer to call. Here's the number. You ready? 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. Or visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net. It's a .net, not a .com. AmericanFinancing.net. 888-994-7660. 888-994-7660. American Financing. Net. NMLS 182334, NMLSconsumeraccess.org. All right, Joseph, let's go. There's no way around it, Dan. It's showtime. No, it is. And it, listen, man, I wish it was showtime uh, right now for uh, for us taking back our government. But oh, I'm man. not really confident at this point. If we lose November, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to say it. I'm long on America. But if we lose in November, I'm not really confident we can do that. You know, you see what happens with this progression from a government that's supposed to serve its people into absolute degeneracy. How many freaking examples you need? Venezuela. Venezuela is one of the richest countries in South America. Communist hellhole tyrants like the ones that run our country now drove it into the ground to the point now you speak out, you go to the gulag if you're not eating pigeons in the street. Look at what happened in Russia, which was making some progress after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Some. You, they get Putin's in charge. Look what happens. You're back now into a police state. We're there now. And the problem with this is the longer it metastasizes, like a, 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 like a rotting cancer on your body, the harder it is to defeat. 
Ask anyone who has had cancer. You get it at stage one. Stage one government malignancy, you can cut it out, some chemo, some radiation, and you may, if you're lucky, be done with it the rest of your life. Stage two, eh, you still got a shot. Stage three, a little rougher. Stage four, stage five, you're in deep shit. Anyone who's had cancer can tell you that. We are right now in stage four government cancer malignancy. Nothing they're doing for you is actually for you. It's to actually hurt you. I can't express to you in strong enough terms how critical that analogy is for you to understand it. It's not that the government's trying to do something nice. Oh, we're trying to help people from other countries with open borders. They are not. It is a strict power play. I could play the demographic destiny Democrat supercut a thousand times. They don't care. They are actively trying to hurt you. Border chaos. The CIA and the FBI and the IC attacking you. The COVID lies. Rogue prosecutors going after political enemies all around the country. You got to understand, folks, it's everywhere. What made me think of this? I wanted to cover this yesterday, but I got so much freaking material, man. It's overflowing my cerebral cortex. I want you to watch this segment on Fox and Friends. Rachel Campos Duffy is, my humble opinion, top two or three people at Fox. She is a diehard conservative. She's no bullshit. She's very skeptical about what's going on overseas with a lot of these payments we're making. She's got a healthy amount of skepticism with anything that comes out of any politician's mouth. She went down to a border area. And yesterday, this is how this ties to yesterday's show. I've been telling you over and over that the blob, the deep state, whatever you want to call it, uh, this, this consortium of people that hate you and are effing up your lives, using government to do it, but not necessarily in government, one of the biggest headaches in the deep state blob are non-governmental organizations, NGOs. Why? Because the government can use them to do things that the government is constitutionally prohibited from doing. Workarounds. Work, yes. There you go. Workarounds. Joe's referencing a tweet, of course, by a Biden administration official who, when they were talking about COVID stuff, actually tweeted Oh, yeah, like it's a workaround. We could get around. There are no constitutional workarounds. That's why it's called the freaking Constitution. But Joe's correct. The NGOs, their carve-outs, their cutouts, their workarounds to the Constitution. So the FBI's having trouble doing something overseas to create chaos for Trump. Just turn it over to an NGO, a non-governmental organization. They'll do the wet work for you. The same thing is happening with the border. The government is paying a bunch of groups with fancy names. Citizens for a better tomorrow to house a bunch of people who have broken the law in this country. So I want you to watch this video. Here's Rachel Campos, Duffy, balls of steel. She goes into one of these, looks like a hotel, but mysteriously, all the markings are taken off the hotel. And she starts asking around, who's here? Who are you guys putting here? Are there illegal uh, immigrants in this hotel? Because they would, that would, they would be criminals if that's the case. Check this out. What you're seeing is basically an unmarked building. All signage is removed. That's the first sign you know that this is an NGO, a non-governmental organization. In this case, Casa Alitas was housing illegal immigrants. Let's go inside to see what happens. Um, trying to rent a room? Oh, no, we don't rent a room. Why? Is this a hotel? We don't. Can you guys get off the property, please? Is this not a hotel? Can you please exit the property? It's private property. Whose private property? There's no there's no name outside. Can you please have them exit the building? What's the problem? 
But is this where illegals are being housed with government funding? Can you please get off our property? All of you, please. Or I'm going to call the police. Now, if they're getting government money, where does the government get its money from, Joe? Quick question. Pop quiz. Anybody know? Looks like from you, folks. Joe's correct. The ru- What happened, man? No, I almost broke my Florida thing. Some guy gave this to me. It's pretty nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I did not. It did not break. It didn't sound like it, right? Gee, yeah. You heard that? I heard Gee like, what was that? It did not break. It just bounced. It just bounced a little bit. That was Florida it. Florida will so not exciting. break. Yeah. Joe's correct. The G, <laughs> the government, which hates your guts and doesn't help homeless people. It makes people homeless because they're guilty of malfeasance, not misfeasance. The government is stealing your money, taking your money through a confiscatory tax code to give to people who have no claim on U.S. citizenship legally at all because they broke in the law coming here and giving them your money for housing while many of you sit here and go, holy Moses, I can't pay the freaking rent. It's all, man, listen. It's all so broken and so malicious. It's 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 hard for me to... The good, the good news, and I do mean the good news, because I am long in America, and I don't want to sound depressing. Some people, it's a complaint I get about the show, but I, I can't bullshit you, man. I'm sorry. So, Dan, sometimes the show's a little macabre. It's a little down. We're in a bad spot. What do you want me to do, man? You want yeah. me to lie to you? The good news is this, and it's not fake good news. It's real good news. We are ahead in multiple swing states. Trump polling is always off, to be fair. However, I'd rather be up than down. We've got a really good chance of taking this back and they're freaking out on the left because whatever can be done by executive order can be undone. And now that they've made government more plastic, we have the ability to use that plasticity to get things done too to correct this. But folks, right now, it is really, really broken. Now, the reason I started off today's show with that segment is it's it's a natural segue from yesterday's show. Yesterday's show was deep. We had 125, almost 126,000 people here watching, which is a huge crowd, probably one of our top 10. I broke into yesterday how the blob, this media, NGO, activist, lobbyist, Fusion GPS, they work with the government and how they're almost indistinguishable. That's why it's called the blob or the deep state. It never goes away. How they work to screw you over. You see how the NGOs work, not just in Ukraine and not just to spy on Trump. These NGOs work also as workarounds to our requirement to process people in the country illegally. Whatever the government can't do, they use non-government organizations to do. Censors, spy, traffic illegals, it doesn't matter. Who covers up for them? The media. They all hate you, folks. It's so obvious they're even openly talking about it right now. I want you to listen to this cut. Do you have that MSNBC thing I was supposed to use yesterday? Sorry, I know I asked you, Tony. You got it. This is from MSNBC the other day. I didn't bring it up um, yesterday because I had a lot to get to. But this is a cut where I want you to keep in mind, you understand rights come from God. They do not come from humans. I do not work for you. I am not your subject. My rights come from God. I do not respect you. I don't care about you. My rights come from God. I agree that rights are secured by our Constitution, but granted by God, because I believe in living in a society that has a guidebook and a set of rules that respects God-given rights. But I'm not asking you for my rights. They're freaked out about this. 
And they think people are waking up to this whole blob attack on their civil liberties. And you're starting to see him just now openly spew verbal vomit on TV about it. Check this out. One thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians, by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, Mm -hmm. is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from any earthly authority. They don't come from Congress. They don't come from the Supreme Court. They come from God. Well, you understand, folks, they're prepping you for the tyranny that's coming. I didn't just throw this in there randomly. I wanted to even show you the note from yesterday when it was in yesterday's show and I had to dump it. I want you to understand what they're doing here. The media, the blob, these NGOs, all of this stuff. You got to understand why they do what they do, not just that they do it. Listen, any idiot can come on a show and say, hey, man, that was really messed up. Okay, why? Great. I'm not knocking anyone else's content. I'm just saying, if you don't understand the why, you're never going to understand the tactic here. The tactic's deliberate. This is a useful idiot. The reason they're attacking Christians and declaring you basically all racist, you're a bunch of racist Christian, whatever they want to, whatever nonsense label they want to attach to you, is because they're preparing you for the tyranny ahead. Folks, you need to understand that when the Soviet Union and these, the Bolsheviks and when you look at the history of just modern history of Venezuela from what was a relatively open society to full communism, the way they get in is a slow, methodical breakdown. And one of the things they have to detach you from is the idea that you have any God-given rights. That whole Yuval Harari, human beings don't have rights. You know, he talks about like, uh, you know, uh, worms and stuff don't have rights. And human beings don't have rights either. No, you have rights. But they have to detach you from that to usher in the tyranny. They have to make sure that you don't get your rights from your family and God, that you start looking to the state. And that's how they usher this stuff in. They're preparing you for what's coming if Biden wins another term. Censorship, full-blown police state spying, weaponization of government, Soros-type NGOs with street chaos everywhere. You're going to see it. Folks, now who's funding all this chaos? One of the things over the last few days I've been trying to hammer through in the show is the blob. Because with this new Russia collusion 3.0, remember the first one, 2016? Trump colluded with the Russians to steal the election. This is like a sure Jan moment. Sure Jan. Then we had in 2020, the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. It was real. Now we have it again for the 2024 election. They're saying now that this Biden source is a Russian intel op or something. It's all bullshit. It's all made up. It's the same Russia, Russia, Russia. You know when Trump used to say Russia, Russia, Russia? Now it it makes perfect sense. Russia 2016, Russia 2020, Russia 2024. So now it makes sense. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all being run by the blob. Ben's has a great video on this. I also saw a great one on Kanakoa's tweet file, uh, Twitter account. But I want to just point out two quick Portions of my uh, my book, Follow the Money, because I've been documenting this for a long time, and it's why the Ukrainian embassy came after me. Shows you how they planted all these seeds and why Ukraine is complicit in this right now. If they don't come clean, Zelensky and his people, about what they did to interfere in our election, then, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, it's going to be really hard for me to recommend untethered money to that country for any government operation, because I don't know if they're not going to use it to interfere with us. I want you to note this. This is from the first chapter in my book, Follow the Money. It's called, the, the first chapter has two parts. Part two is called the Soros Circle. 
And they noted in, uh, they know, well, I know. In 1990, Soros, I'm uh, quoting yourself, it's kind of ridiculous. However, it's important here. In 1990, Soros, their Open Society Foundation, I want you to remember the names here. They created this group called the IRF, the International Renaissance Foundation in Ukraine. In Ukraine. And the idea, folks, was to help foster the Eastern Bloc countries transition to democracy and a market economy. <laughs> it's none of that. Okay? Goes on. Four years later, the Open Society Foundation was pouring in $14 million a year for the IRF, again, all non-government organizations, to distribute to various projects in Ukraine. 30 years later, the IRF was still receiving nearly $8 million uh, $8 million in funds from Soros's group. In 2014, the IRF and its grantees were active supporters in the creation of ANT-AC, Anti-Corruption Center of Ukraine. Folks, all you need to know, we're talking about NGOs, non-government groups that can do what the government can't. You see how they work? Open society to IRF to ANT-AC. It doesn't matter. The genesis of this is all Soros-funded groups, Okay. They can put it, they can give it a thousand different names. Here's the second part, and I'm going to move on from the book. Of the, this is uh, in the chapter as well. Ant AC, Ant AC again from IRF, from Soros money, right? Ant AC received $289,285, 17% of its total annual funding by the end of 2018 from Soros's group, and was started when rampant corruption was plaguing Ukraine. Corruption we knew about, by the way, and Biden was a part of. It was instrumental in the creation of NABU. Now you see where we're going with this? The Soros Group is instrumental in the creation of the National Anti-Corruption Bureau of Ukraine. You see how it just goes from one organization to the next, which was a new independent government law enforcement agency. Oh, shit. A Ukrainian law enforcement agency separate from the prosecutor general's office to handle the biggest corruption cases. NABU was set up with funding from Western governments. And oh, looky here. Looky, looky here. The FBI also provided, also provided some support there. Where did the whole black ledger thing that started the Russia collusion hoax in 2016 start? In Ukraine with NABU, Soros Group, Ant-AC, Ant-AC is the template for now a Ukrainian law enforcement entity, NABU. NABU are the ones who launched the Black Ledger, which is a fake ledger attributed to Paul Manafort of the Trump team. It's totally fake and started the entire Russia collusion hoax. You don't believe me? Look at the Kiev Post in August of 2016. NABU, oh, look, there's NABU, says Trump campaign chief could get $12 million from the Regents Party Black Ledger. Folks, the ledger was fake. It was made up. It was a hit job. It was a Democrat operation funneled through a Ukrainian law enforcement op started on a template of Soros money groups. You see how they all work together? The FBI helps the Soros group. The FBI agent in Ukraine went to go work for the Soros group later. The Soros group is used to start a law enforcement entity overseas. Just two months prior to this, the FBI agrees to an evidence sharing agreement with NABU. And then, oh, looky here. 
a black ledger appears from NABU just magically and it's given to the FBI. You better investigate these Trump people. Wow. Look at that. It's almost like George Soros and their groups and our law enforcement entities and overseas intel and law enforcement are indistinguishable. Matter of fact, I got a video on that. Mike Benz did it again. He does these walking talks. They're very good. I highly recommend them. Where he was talking about exactly that. I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to get back to the Benz video and you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about, why I call it and others call it the blob. Because a lot of these people are not state actors. There's more flexibility when you're not in the state. Hey, you might disagree, but look, things aren't as dismal as they seem. There's a point. Your family, their future, your future, you all deserve a chance. You deserve the protection. Turn to self-reliance and preparedness with my friends at My Patriot Supply. Survival seeds, water filtration, power. My Patriot Supplies help millions of Americans get prepared for the uncertain future. You should be prepared too. Start with a four-week emergency food kit. Get one for every member of your family. The food and drink varieties are terrific. There's over 2,000 calories a day. So in an emergency, which is going to happen, it's going to happen. I'm sorry to tell you. I wish it wouldn't, but it's going to. Calories are survival. These meals last up to 25 years in storage, 2,000 calories a day. You won't starve to death. Stock up on all the food kits your family needs at MyPatriotSupply.com. I have one for every member. It's important. Get each four-week emergency food kit for $60 off. Also get free shipping. Protect yourself. Protect your family. Start preparing. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Super important. Folks, I'm going to play this video for you from Mike Benz, who's been making regular appearances on the show here, whether he knows it or not, since his uh, terrific Tucker interview. He'd been around a while. Tucker kind of introduced. And yes, I know about the Tucker thing. I'm, you know what? I'll mention that next. I'm just be very careful with this story. I'll get to that in a second. But I want to show you how the blob that's coming after you, NGOs with illegals, NGOs overseas, NGOs financing Intel, NGOs working with the FBI. These NGOs are, are the tip of the spear when it comes to attacking freedom and liberty. Here's Ben's in one of his walk-in talks showing how the State Department, Soros, and all these things, it's all the same thing. They just use each other to do things that one can't do. Check this out. All the assets of the empire were sold off in shock therapy, foreign direct investment to London and Wall Street investors, to George Soros. And I'm not saying that like uh, thematically or symbolically. I mean, literally George Soros, who if you've seen my videos on how he got his start in life, that is how he went from a millionaire to a billionaire. You know, it's from all the Forex speculating on State Department regime change operations and then serving as uh, the, you know, one of the the initial partnerships of the National Endowment for Democracy when they needed student youth, youth student movement, mad muscle. And then the money could flow into the Soros Foundation to basically incubate little angry grievance tribes within a country to activate against their government when the CIA needed to take them down. So you can't unseparate, you can't separate George Soros from the State Department. That's hugely important you understand that. I recommend you go to a social media account if you want a detailed analysis 
of how the CIA, the State Department, the Pentagon, and these other government entities we call the deep state, really that most of the damage is done by them funding organizations and overseas organizations that are not, in fact, our deep state. It's a way to enact plausible deniability. Flush money into these organizations and flush money into causes you want and, 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 and oppo research. Folks, how do you, this, you understand like the Ben's video, how the State Department and the NGOs do the dirty work for the CIA and the Pentagon? And some guy in the shop was like, hey man, maybe just stop talking about this Russia stuff. Uh, no, 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 because they're pulling this shit on you right now. You understand this is happening right now? How many headlines do I got to put up about NBC, Fusion, Ken Delanian, and all the other D-bags out there again? Russia's doing it again. Round They're doing, this is bullshit. They are getting ready to drop another nuclear political tactical bomb on our heads. And if we're not ready because you're all, oh, we're tired of hearing about it, we're going to get wrecked again. I'm not doing it. Soros ran the exact same op and his team in Ukraine, as I document in my book there. That's where this headline comes from. Well, how many days we got to put this up? Politico, 2017, Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this Russia stuff started in Ukraine. I want you to watch something here. I'm going to play a, this video of Kanakoa coming in a minute. He had it on his Twitter uh, file. And it was really, his Twitter profile is pretty good. But I want you to watch this first. How John Brennan, the, folks, one of the most dangerous people to ever occupy a position of prominence in the United States government, easily top five. I put this guy up there. With, he's a traitor to the United States. There's zero doubt in my mind. And I use my words very deliberately. John Brennan is a traitor to this country. He is a communist, old school Soviet. He is nothing more. He hates this country. He hates everything about it. He is an absolute traitor to this country, John Brennan. One of the top five most dangerous people you've ever seen. He marshaled this whole thing, this Ukrainian effort to take down Trump in 2016 by the Russia hoax. Brennan knew about it all. I want you to listen to this. He's with uh, Gowdy. Up on Capitol Hill, hat tip Mays Moore put this out yesterday. And it's worth re-watching. How when he's asked to produce even a basic component of evidence that this 2016 Trump collusion thing was real, he can't even produce a shred of it. Not a single ounce of evidence. They made the whole thing up with the Ukrainians. Take a listen. Did evidence exist of collusion, coordination, conspiracy between the Trump campaign and Russian state actors at the time you learned of 2016 efforts? I encountered and am aware of information and intelligence that um, revealed contacts and interactions between Russian officials and U.S. persons involved in the uh, Trump campaign that um, <clears throat> I was concerned about because of known Russian efforts to suborn the, such individuals. And it uh, raised questions in my mind, again, whether or not the Russians were able to gain the cooperation of those individuals. I don't know whether or not such collusion, that's your term, such collusion existed. I don't know. Folks, he absolutely knew. 
he had a CIA detailee to the White House who had a lot to do with the impeachment hoax. This guy was knee deep in in Brennan, the Ukrainians and the Hillary Clinton team making up the whole Russia hoax thing. I'm going to show you two clips from a video. Again, our friend Kanakoa put up on Twitter about how knee deep we were in Ukraine in 2014 and how we were messing with everything. Victoria Newland was involved, Brennan, Biden, all of them. We were screwing up the whole country and they owed us a favor. And the favor was what? Anyone in the chat? Yeah, the hit on Donald Trump. That was the favor. I'm going to show you, this is going to be an eye-opener next. I'm going to play two parts. The first one's quick. How Brennan was knee-deep in this entire coup operation and everything that happened over there, and how Biden later used the whole thing as a piggy bank. Important show, man. You're not going to hear this all put together like this anywhere else. It's important stuff. I've been focused on this for years in these books. And that's why they've been watching what I've been doing. Folks, it's time for you to be awake, not woke. I got one of their blackout shirts on today, by the way. Start your day with a hot America first cup of blackout coffee. They just sent me this. So (laughs) John from Blackout is an awesome guy. I love him. So my wife had said something on the show about how she loves the blueberry crumble. So again, because John, we love him so much, instead of sending a little bag, ladies and gentlemen, he sends a, uh, this looks like an emergency pack you take into the desert. If you were going to be gone for like six months, like you strap it on your back. This is blueberry crumble, blackout coffee. It's amazing. It's up there with the cinnamon French toast. I personally recommend it because I love it. We get pitched by a lot of coffee companies. I really like blackout coffee. As you know, I drink four or five cups a day. That's just me. You take as many as you want or need. That's up to you. Skip those long lines at the store and order online. The folks at Blackout Coffee ship within 48 hours of roasting. The coffee is amazing. It is really bold, but never bitter. The flavored coffees are absolutely incredible. Everyone who tries the cinnamon French toast, come on, Chatsters, you know the deal. You love it. The blueberry crumble is tight too. Give it a shot. Do me a favor. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino and see what I'm talking about. They're the real deal. They can't stand wokeness. They don't do woke junk corporate crap. They love coffee and they love the country. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Make the switch to blackout coffee. You're going to thank me later for it. It's really good. And Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. Tony, did you not ask me about Omaha? He said, how is it? I said, they're absolutely delicious. The burgers, the steaks are incredible. Get 50% off site-wide. Save on mouth-watering favorites today. Go to omahasteaks.com, shop the semi-annual sale where you can load up on all the delicious flavor you crave at half the price. And when you use my promo code Bongino at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. Say big on delicious, tender, juicy steaks, big, beefy burgers, and so much more. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless, endless flavor, endless value. Every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. Simply go to omahasteaks.com, shop the semi-annual sale today. Big savings, and don't forget to use promo code Bongino at checkout get an extra $30 off your order of incredibly delicious food. Hurry, this deal won't last long. Kickstart your spring grilling today with Omaha Steaks. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum purchase and restrictions may apply. Visit omahasteaks.com for details. Great food. Check them out. They love being part of the show. We love having them. I want you to watch this. 
to show you again what the blob is. You heard Ben's explain it. You heard me describe it in those two sections from my book about the Soros circle. This is why, and, and by the way, Soros gets a lot of the attention, but ladies and gentlemen, I want to just tell you here, and that's why, by the way, the media freaks out when you mention them. But they, they freak out anytime you mention George, which means what? Which means double down and mention it again. But there are other people out there. He's not the only left-wing donor doing this. Just look it up. There are tons of people out there on the left with big money doing some of the same stuff he's up to. He's just been doing it for a very long time and has an extraordinary amount of context. Here's what we were up to in Ukraine. There was a coup in Ukraine, ladies and gentlemen. We were knee-deep in this whole thing. I believe the favor back for us and what we did for the coup and the coup efforts to help the Ukrainians was the hit on Donald Trump, the fake Russia collusion hoax thing, which as I showed you in the political piece, political piece started in Ukraine. I want you to watch this video. I get off the Kanakoa thing. This first part is about Brennan. And I want you to listen very carefully what he was up to during the coup. Check this out. Various people have said that John Brennan, the head of the CIA, traveled possibly under another name to Kiev. And I just wanted to know, did he travel there? Does it have anything to do with this action? Just to- No, it, ha- it happened uh, only in, in the uh, some co- comments from Moscow. I don't know. So, Thank you. Uh, were you in Kiev recently? I was in Kiev a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us uh, what your mission was? Uh, I was out there to uh, interact with uh, our Ukraine. Ukrainian partners and friends. Oh, he was. He was. He was out there to interact with our Ukrainian partners and friends. This is a communist. This is a straight up anti-American communist. He wasn't doing that at all. They were out there figuring out how to disguise their old Democrat, liberal, swampy, Republican, deep state piggy bank operation. They were all running out of Ukraine where everybody was getting rich. That's what he was really doing. He didn't really care about the coup. All they cared about at that point was icing out Russia because of specific petrochemical industry business stuff and making sure that no one else on the Ukrainian side that was making money was outed by the incoming prosecutors, intelligence people, and everyone else. That's the only reason he was there. He wasn't there to help anyone, or else it wouldn't have been such a deep, dark secret. Here's the end part of that video. What Joe Biden was up to when he was the point man on Ukraine right around the time of this internal turbulence within within the country. Check this out. It's not clear what happened here, but this is exactly the kind of incident that could really blow this situation up into a civil war. U.S. officials say the vice president's in Kiev to boost economic and political assistance to authorities there. Speaking to its new pro-Western leaders, U.S. Vice President Joe Biden pledged to help Ukraine through the crisis including an aid package of $50 million. We can help in stabilizing and strengthening Ukraine's economy by helping you withstand the unfair economic pressure being thrust upon you. We stand ready to do that, and I say the American people stand ready. Ukrainian people deserve to uh, determine their future. Again, free from outside interference. And that's what the United States is trying to do. And uh, to the extent that uh, we here at CIA can work with our partners in Ukraine and other areas to, to give them the, uh, the information, the, the capabilities that they need in order to bring stability and security back to that country, we will do that. Keep in mind, they did none of that. What Brennan did from that point on, because about a year later, Trump starts moving towards the presidential race, is they were working with CIA in Ukraine to, again, foster a false narrative that Trump was colluding with the Russians. They did none of that. Now it's all falling apart. folks. The whole thing is coming apart. People are starting to openly laugh at and mock 
people like Natasha Bertrand, Fusion Kendalanian, Adam Entios, who was the Flynn guy at the New York Times. These guys are all full of shit. Everybody knows it. The reason I cover this and immigration at the beginning and the attack on Christians, because this is all happening in conjunction with the blob. The only way the blob is effective is when people buy it. Nobody's buying this shit anymore. That's the reason we got to put this stuff out there. Folks, I'm ashamed to tell you this, but I'm not here to pretend I'm better than you or smarter than you and you're all dumb and look at the great damn bungee. No. No. That's not what happened. Joe was with me on the air. I did not know Donald Trump at all in 2014. I never met him in my life. I met him afterwards, know him okay now. We're not like best buds, but we know each other well enough. But I didn't know him. And folks, I got to tell you, having been, again, a former federal agent, I was jaded because when I was there doing my work, there were legitimate guardrails to what you could do. When I was an agent, you get in a lot of trouble if you raided someone's house without a warrant. I mean, for obvious reasons. So when I first heard I don't want to be my this point. I don't want to waste your time. Bottom line is this. When I first heard Trump was colluding with the Russians to steal an election, even though I knew it was a left-wing media, I thought to myself, man, that seems pretty serious. They've got an FBI source. Like, How would you fake that? I'm almost ashamed even for a second that I thought to myself, I never thought there was something there. To be clear, I thought, could there be? I'm ashamed I trusted these people. Uh, uh, even for a, a millisecond. I didn't trust them to be right. I was thinking FBI and something like this way too many. I shouldn't say I trusted the people. I should say I trusted the guardrails because I lived in them. That's all gone now. It's all falling apart. These people deserve to be relentlessly and ruthlessly mocked like I mocked Kendallanian this morning on my Twitter, ruthlessly. America First Legal is a great group. They got a hold of some internal emails from the Biden campaign. Remember the whole Hunter Biden laptop? Russia, that was Russia number two. You know, Russia number one, 2016. Russia two was the laptop. Russia three is happening now. Source ratting out Biden. He's a Russian. It's all bullshit. The guy got locked up again. They threw him in the clink. They don't even want him to have any bail. I'll get to that in a second. I want you to see these internal emails. These, this is the blob, folks. Look at this email from, yes, John Brennan. You're going to see an email from Brennan, who is disgusting filth, using the blob. NGOs, throw that email up. Former Intel officials, asking them to add their name to the list. Mike Morrell, former Intel guy. What is the, what's the list they want him to add to? The list of people who think that the laptop was some function of Russian intelligence. Look at them all on the list. They don't even care. They even put it down in email, these dumbasses. That's how little the blob gives a shit about you. Can I add your name to the list? Look, they even put the names in email. These dumb SOBs. Edding Leon, Sue Gordon, Jay Johnson, George, Lisa Monaco, Mike Rogers. Look at all this. I want you to look at the second email, too. Supposedly from Mike Morrell. We don't really know. It's redacted. No, have folks send to me. I have control of the document. The more former intelligence officers, the better. Campaign will be thrilled. These are, this is what the blob is. Don't overthink it. 
It is a group of people who hate Trump and hate us and hate the country and have found various mechanisms to make money from the government, stay in power by hurting us. That's, that's all it is. The more intel officials, the better. Yeah. Don't believe anything these people tell you, folks. They're full of shit. Oh, and look at this Fox article. That source who was ready to spill the beans on Biden, who they locked up twice, no bail. I saw someone on Twitter post today, uh, and so right, it's so correct. We're, we're nothing more than just Guantanamo North now in the United States. It's so true. No bail. This guy will not get out before the election because they don't want this guy to talk. This Alexander Smirnov. And he, keep in mind, he offered to go under 24-7 security surveillance. They said, nope, stay in jail. We are nothing more than Guantanamo North now. All right, I got a couple other things I want to get to, um, including the, again, humiliating at this point, candidacy of Nikki Haley, who keeps embarrassing the party. She is clearly now the choice of the deep state on the Republican side. She's clearly the safe choice. That's why they're telling her to stay in. I've been told from multiple people familiar with the situation that there is a lot of money funding Nikki Haley in the hopes at some point that Trump will either get locked up or some health thing is going to take over and he's going to have to step aside. It is a sick, bizarre strategy. Chatsters, just a quick question for you. I'm serious. Would you support Nikki Haley? Just say something happened to Trump and he had to drop out. We don't want that. Nobody's wishing that. But this is her strategy. I want to get your take on it. If Trump could not proceed, Say he drops out for some reason. Forget what it is. Doesn't matter right now. It's an open convention. Trump releases his delegates. Is anybody supporting Nikki Haley? I know people would support DeSantis. You'd probably get some Vivek people. If you had no choice on Trump. No, 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 no. Fuck no. Hell no. No, no, no. Never. Are there any yeses in here? Anyone? It's, it's Bacino, well, Bacino, I think, is on vacation today. Uh, Guy, have you seen one? This All yeah. I see is no's and hell no's and fuck no's. Nobody, no, nobody, I don't know where she thinks she's got all this this groundswell of support. The only, not a single yes, the only people who seem to be supporting her are a bunch of Democrats and, and loose-leaning independents who aren't going to vote for Biden in a general anyway. They're going to stay home. Here she is on Fox yesterday, Martha McCallum. I, is she just making stuff up now? She had this group, the Koch brothers, who listen, they want to give her money, fine. They give her money. I don't care your freedom to give your money to whoever you want. I, I mean, I'm not a Koch brothers type candidate, but I'm not a candidate at all. But I don't if they gave you money, they gave you money. If they gave you money for door knockers and paid for the door knockers, just be honest. They give her all this money for a campaign. They pull out yesterday. This is how classless this woman is. And what does she do? Look at the end. Watch she tries to run away from him. Instead of a thank you or anything like that, watch this. This is who Nikki Haley really is. Check this out. Before I let you go, I mean, every other candidate wanted to have the backing of Koch, uh, the Koch brothers. They have now said they're going to stand down at this point. How does that change your dynamic? Real quick, if you can, Governor. It, it doesn't change our dynamic. They weren't helping us from a monetary standpoint. They were door knockers and phone calls. They weren't We've giving, got you didn't get any money from them? No money from them. No. I mean, how unbelievably classless. Listen, I've run campaigns. You know that you get support from a group. They give you door knockers, pay for the door knockers. 
pay for the hangers on the, you know, the, uh, the, what we would call lit drop, L-I-T. No, not lit like smoking weed, lit like literature. You go and you get, you know, vote Haley, whatever. If they paid for it, you don't shit on them on national TV. I don't care who they are. Oh, I don't like the Koch brothers. Well, fine. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't recall them ever getting involved ever in any of my campaigns ever. But that's who she is. Oh, no, they didn't, they didn't help. They didn't help. Imagine how like their group and people who went and knocked on doors feel now. How about just a quick thank you? That's who Nikki Haley is. That's exactly who Nikki Haley is. It's who Nikki Haley's always been. Folks, as I said in the beginning of the show, and I think I've tied it together pretty well, I hope. Your government right now is actively working against you. It is not a case of malfeasance, a misfeasance, excuse me. It's a case of malfeasance. They are actively trying to hurt you. Immigration, working with the media to engage in religious attacks on faith-based people, pro-lifers and otherwise. The government spying on you. Our CIA fostering coups and working overseas and getting political favors as payback. This is all stuff being funded with your money. As I'm talking about this yesterday on the air, our good friend Kyle Serafin, everybody in the chat know Kyle. Kyle's an FBI agent. He left. He became a whistleblower. He now has his own show. He's become a big success. Kyle Serafin sends me the message. He goes, you got to check out this tweet I just put out. You know this uh, uh, alleged killer, this guy Ibarra, who uh, is a is the suspect, the lead suspect in the murder of Lake and Riley near the University of Georgia. I'm sure you've heard the case in the country illegally, an extensive history with law enforcement. You want to hear f some really effed up right now? He notes in his tweet he's hearing from FBI sources that Ibarra, accused of murdering Lake and Riley near University of Georgia was actually investigated by the FBI El Paso for assault on a federal officer. He allegedly engaged in a physical assault against two officials from DHS. He was told the case against the bar was closed administratively. In his experience, that would mean the U.S. attorney for the Western District of Texas declined the prosecution. An email declination to pursue the case is enough for closing on the FBI side. Someone should have that email. Are you telling me again that the FBI, which has clearly been busy again in another plot to take out Donald Trump in Russia hoax three, three, one, two, three. The third time the FBI is trying to jam it up the caboose of America with the Russia bullshit that while they're busy with another fake Russia, Russia, Russia plot that an illegal immigrant in the country suspected of a murder may have been investigated by the FBI for assaulting two federal officials and nobody did a freaking thing about it? And folks, do not give the Department of Justice a pass either. The Department of Justice, the FBI does not prosecute. Everybody understands that in the chat. I know you all are smart. The FBI does not prosecute. They investigate. However, they could have pushed for this thing. How many times is the FBI going to come into contact with bad people who get away while coming into contact with good people? They make bad people, i.e. political opponents. The Department of Justice are the ones who prosecute. If this is true, someone in Joe Biden's DOJ said, let this guy out. And, you know, people throw around the term 
blood on their hands often. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a real case. And for all the media people trying to make a Republican's pounce out of this, you can go F yourselves, okay? You got blood on your hands, too, for covering this up. Your filth and your garbage. I want you to see this clip again. Listen, I don't know Dr. Phil at all. It don't matter to me. I don't get into personalities. It's kind of weird, though, how Oprah created all these personalities, Dr. Phil and Dr. Oz, and they all turned it seemingly against uh, the far left. I don't know these guys. Again, I don't get into personalities. I don't care. I get into results. I hope everybody understands that. However, your government, again, is your worst enemy right now. More people are being hurt because of government right now than just about any other organization in the United States. Dr. Phil went on The View yesterday. I want you to watch this clip. It's a little over a minute, but it's important. We don't get into personalities. No need to, like, throw a victory parade on any of this shit, okay? But watch what happens when these useful morons on The View, who are so used to being told what to do by the government, are finally confronted when Dr. Phil's like, listen, man, this government thing with the COVID shutdowns, this is probably going to wind up killing more people than COVID. Take a look. Like 08, 09, smartphones came on. And and kids started, they stopped living their lives and started watching people live their lives. Mm. And so we saw the biggest spike and the highest levels of depression, anxiety, loneliness and suicidality since records have ever been kept. Mm. And it's just continued on and on and on. And then COVID hits 10 years later. And the same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested. And in fact, sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers. With no way to watch, and referrals dropped fifty to sixty percent. So there was also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going was, on. They were trying to save. They were trying to save kids' well. lives. Remember, we know a lot of folks who died during this. So it wasn't people weren't laying uh, around eating bond. But well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the 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 places that they could be, be safe because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group, and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. You see how these useful idiots are so used to taking instructions from their government overlords and acting like subjects that when someone who's not even really a conservative, as far as I know, um, Dr. Phil just confronts them with an obvious fact that the data backs up. These morons just can't take it because their God government, small G God, will be shown to have been ineffective on their show and they've got to stop it. Suckers. Your government hates you. And these people are so obviously appendages of this failed blob. You see the looks in their faces as they're crapping their diapers, realizing he's right. Look at this tweet by Francie Hakes, who's a really great legal analyst. Again, your government hates you. You've got a prosecutor in Georgia, Fannie Willis, a disgrace to freaking humankind, an embarrassment to her family, the cosmos, her neighbors, Fulton County, Georgia. 
Jupiter, Saturn, Venus, Mars, and the Milky Way. A, a piece of human garbage who gets cold busted in this illicit affair she's having with a guy she chooses to hire to go and prosecute Trump, her political opponent, for a fake crime. Someone gets a hold of her cell phone records. Long and short of it, she says something to the effect of, well, this guy wasn't around me during this time. Well, the cell phone records seem to show that that guy's cell phones were around you during that time. Look at what this jerkwad does. Keep in mind, she's a prosecutor. She says the records do not prove in any way the contents of communications between Prosecutor Wade and District Attorney Fonnie Willis. They don't prove Wade was ever at any particular location and address. They do not prove Wade and Willis were ever in the same place during the times listed in the exhibit. What's the problem with this, folks? The problem is this woman is a prosecutor in Fulton County. She is one of the lead law enforcement officials there. And because she's such human filth and garbage and such a disgrace to humankind, she's now jeopardized every single case she's made where they've used, oh, yeah, cell phone records yeah. to put someone in a specific place at a specific time because now it's on the record in the legal document that she says she doesn't trust cell phone records. That's your government for you. Dumbasses. They hate you. And when you understand that, you learn to treat them like tools. Hey, can we skip ahead to the New York Post story I wanted to end with with Obama because it's important. Folks, again, Joe, Joe, can you just unflag this immediately? Jim, too, just prematurely yeah. unflag it because we got to get, get the flag book under control. Folks, yeah, un, do we have an unflag it, like a flag with the thing for the chatsters? Remember I told you the special prosecutor, Robert Hur, H-U-R, the report about Biden and the classified documents saying he was uh, basically uh, mentally incompetent and that no jury would convict him. You remember the story? The yeah. gist of it was very simple. Yeah, Biden took these classified documents, but he's too old and senile. No jury will convict him. What did I tell you? I said it was an Obama-sanctioned hit job. Robert Hur is a Rod Rosenstein acolyte. This guy is a big-time D.C. insider. The Obama team wants him out. Him? Who's him? Biden. That was a hit job, that report on Biden. Now you can unflag it. I see the flags. We got to unflag this sucker. New York Post. Former Obiden, former Obiden, I keep doing that. Obama. I do it all the time. Doesn't everybody do it? Former, because it's the same thing. They're, they're two idiots. Former Obama aides sound the alarm over frail and mumbling Joe Biden. Warned that his age is a very real issue. Ladies and gentlemen. Unflag it. Unflag it. Immediately, producer Jim, unflag it, take it out of the flag book. I told you, these guys are engaged right now in a coordinated hit to get Joe Biden to step aside. The Robert Hur report was just the beginning. It was just the beginning. Listen to me. Folks, if you're new to the show, if you're not new, I'm going to say this again because it's worth repeating. I was there. I was in that White House for, what, two years? The O'Biden White House. Obama-Biden. I was there. They hate each other. Stop. They do not like each other. 
Biden needs Obama because Obama is very popular and can help him get out the vote. Obama needs Biden because Biden knows about all the corruption in the Obama years because he was part of it. They need each other. That's the only reason they pretend to like one another. And I'm going to remind you about one more thing, too. One of the reasons they're covering up this whole thing, this Ukraine plot with Brennan and the CIA to set up Trump, is because they don't want Obama's name tarnished. The media doesn't care about Biden anymore. They'd throw him under the bus tomorrow if it didn't implicate Obama if he wasn't his vice president. But I want you to remember, too, the genesis of this whole thing was to get Hillary Clinton elected. Hillary Clinton had this private server that was becoming a huge scandal. The Trump-Russia collusion thing generated in Ukraine was a distraction from that. And the reason the media went all in to protect Hillary was not just that they hated Trump and they liked Hillary. They were protecting Obama too. Joe knows the reason why. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, Hillary's email scandal is not about Hillary. Yeah, it is, Dan. No, it isn't. Nobody cares about Hillary anymore. Hillary's email scandal is about Obama. She was Obama's Secretary of State. Folks, she was emailing Obama on her private email. And everyone in the White House knew about it. The White House Communication Agency, WACA, W-H-C-A, had a whitelist her email address. Do you understand that? Somebody had to okay Hillary Clinton's private email for classified information. And I'm telling you, it came from one Barack Obama himself. He had to know about Hillary's email. Why? He was receiving them from her private email. That's the reason they're covering this whole thing up. It is not to protect Hillary or Biden. It's to protect Obama. They're small G God. That's why. Don't ever forget that. No one's ever picked up on that story. I don't know why. What did Obama know? When did he know it? All right, folks, I really appreciate you tuning in. Please download the Rumble app. Rumble's been exploding in popularity thanks to you. We so deeply appreciate it. 118,000 people here today. So good to have you. Download the Rumble app. Start an account. It's free. Join us every day at 11 a.m. Rumble.com slash Bongino or on the Rumble app for the live show. We love your polls. We love your... uh, your, uh, we love your polls. You don't say that, Joe. Don't say that loud too many times. Uh, no, we love your the results of the polls. We love the interaction with you. I get on <laughs> sometimes like nine thirty, nine fifteen, and uh, that was just kind of hilarious. That may have to go on one of our all time great blooper reels. Can someone throw that up there on like a social media account or something like that? <laughs> and I'll see you in the radio show in a few minutes. Thanks for tuning in today. See you tomorrow. See you back here tomorrow. Back in the radio show in a few. Minutes. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.